The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning. This is Sumner County Spotlight. I'm Jeff Shannon, and uh, we want to just welcome everybody into the show today. And of course, uh, sponsored by our friends at FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard right here in Hendersonville. We continue to do these great shows, and we try to find interesting topics and people right here in our Sumner County and our listening area. And I came across an organization that I really feel passionate about. Dan Bristol is here with us. Now, Dan is the father of our fallen officer, Spencer Bristol. Dan, thank you so much, first of all, for coming in, telling the story, and letting us know about this Tunnel for Towers event you have coming on. So just introduce yourself, let everybody know some more about you. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. As you said, my name is Dan Bristol. I have lived in Sumner County for about the last 37, 38 years. My wife and I settled here. Uh, She's from East Tennessee, and I'm from Georgia. And uh, we had our kids here. And Spencer and uh, Ashlyn, our daughter, they were born here in Hendersonville. And Spencer was such a uh, servant leader. You know, he grew up doing a lot of things. He was very involved in the Sunday school class and he helped teach uh, special needs children. Um, he was involved with those uh, children also in the karate class that he mm-hmm. was in. And, uh, you know, when he was in high school, uh, actually on 9-11, he was 13 years old and he was very impacted by yeah. uh, the attack on the Twin Towers. And he told me at that point that he wanted to join the military and he decided the Navy was his calling. And so he went into the Navy as a medical corpsman, was decorated uh, in Afghanistan for multiple acts of valor, um, saving lives. And uh, when he came home, he decided he wanted to be a police officer. Um, One of our neighbors, uh, Jim Lawson. Oh, yeah, Jim. uh, Yeah. Jim was our neighbor, and uh, he used to let Spencer turn on his police lights in the car when he was a little kid. And, and Spencer, you know, was just enthralled with uh, police work. And, yeah. Uh, so Jim put in a good word for him, and he got hired on at Hendersonville. That's awesome. And, and while you were talking, the correlation we have, I mean, I was just sitting there putting it together, but me being ex-law enforcement, I also was in the Navy That's awesome. as, as a dental tech. Now, I did get stationed with the Marines over Camp Lejeune, but we provide you know medical and dental for the Marines. So I, I was actually with the Force Troops uh, organization over there, but uh, it, it was just kind of interesting when you were, were saying that. With the, the, the amount of time that he spent with the police department, uh-huh. you know, serving our community and, and doing such great things at things and working his way up to master patrolman, I, I think it's incredible. And as a family, you know, of course, it's very devastating to you and uh, to the community as well. But the organization that you've discovered with this, uh, you know, how did, how did the Tunnels for Towers get started? Yeah, Tunnels to Towers is actually started by a man named Frank Siller. Frank is the brother of a New York City fireman uh, who, on 9-11, was on his way to play golf with his brothers. And uh, when the first plane hit the buildings, he heard that over the radio. And 
he called his wife and said, hey, tell my brothers, I'll catch up with them later. Mm -hmm. And he turned his truck around, went back to the station, got all of his gear, headed towards the Holland Tunnel. When he got to the tunnel, uh, they were closed off because of the security measures yeah. when uh, the New York City uh, buildings were attacked. And so he put on that 60 pounds of gear, he strapped it on, and he ran close to five miles under, you know, most of it underground in the tunnel yeah. to get to ground zero where he went in to save people and he perished in the buildings. Um, he left behind six children and a very big mortgage. And wow. his, uh, his brother decided he was going to create a fundraiser to pay off his brother's mortgage. And in doing so, he created this foundation because mm -hmm. he, he found that there were a lot more people besides his family that needed help. Just just an amazing organization. They, they uh, pay off mortgages for fallen first responders. They build homes, modified homes homes for severely wounded veterans. Oh, I didn't um, know that. That's... Yeah, just incredible work that they do. And 94 cents on every dollar that they bring in goes straight back to doing just that. Mm -hmm. You know, any of these kind of organizations, uh, and especially since the, the recent anniversary, if you will, of, you know, the 9-11 attacks, people are remembering because I don't think it's anything you can ever forget. But, you know, kind of dwindles down, but events like this help us, it, it drives it back home that, hey, this is still important. And there's still families out there that are suffering and really need the help with organizations doing things like this. And and people enjoy doing, you know, these, these runs. Now, the Tunnels for Tower race is going to be out at Sanders Ferry Park, and that's going to be when? It's on October the 9th. It's on my son's birthday. We brought it so here. So great. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to do something on his birthday to kind of pay it forward because we knew that this is something he would be proud of. He would yeah. be proud to be a part totally. of. Yeah. And, you know, I, I did not know uh, Spencer, but he seems like the kind of guy that would have packed on all that 60 pound of gears and, and, and raced towards it. He absolutely would. Yeah, because it's just one of the things you do. And when you take on this job, it's you go towards it. People are running away from it, but we go towards it. So you, you got to help people. That's what it's about. The organization started, you know, as a local thing, then it expanded nationwide. Mm -hmm. So there's several of these organizations or groups and events that are going on. Yeah, there, there are multiple uh, Tunnel to Tower events around the country. They do golf tournaments. They do uh, stair climbs where firemen will run upstairs in full gear, you know, with the uh, hoses and all that kind of stuff. And then people reenact that. At our runs, you'll see firemen in full gear. Uh, typically, there'll be a half a dozen or more running in full gear to reenact what Steven Siller did. So it's a, it's a pretty wow. amazing thing to see. They heard of you know Spencer's situation and then got in contact with you to, to help? Yeah, actually, the uh, chief of police, Tim Coleman for Berry Hill Police Department, uh, he, was, he had a connection with Frank Siller. And when okay. he heard about my son, he reached out to Frank and then he reached out to our uh, police department here in Hendersonville, his connections there. And one thing led to another, and, and Frank Siller flew down, did a press conference wow. with us, and let us know yeah. he was paying off my son's mortgage for my daughter-in-law <laughs> and my granddaughter. Wow. And that had to be, wow, what a weight lifted off the shoulders. Absolutely. I mean, that was the first thing, that the first panic that my daughter-in-law had after the, the shock of losing her husband was, am I going to lose my home? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Then you got the kids. So, I mean, it's it, it's something that, you don't expect it to happen. And when it does, it's like, what do you do? I mean, how do you prepare for something like that? You know? Right. But I think the community as is middle Tennessee comes and helps people when things like this happen. And they've really, you know, really come together for her and uh, to help the family. I, I can't tell you what a, 
an honor and what a just overwhelming sense of patriotism that we saw when my son's uh, passing happened because the whole city just opened up their arms. Yeah. I mean, we had people lined up down the street for miles. I was one of them. <laughs> uh, we appreciate that so much. You know, I think it drove it home so impactfully. I just remember that long procession and all of Main Street, side to side, both sides, packed with people. The line of vehicles, it was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. And you know, when when our good friend uh, Jim Lawson passed, we didn't have that kind of situation going on. And it wasn't because the city didn't care. They cared just as much. Mm -hmm. We just had COVID happening. And it was so unfortunate that so many families didn't get to show the respect that they wanted to for the Lawson family. So um, we all love Jim Lawson. He was an amazing yes, yeah. guy who gave so much as well. Yeah. Well, you know, the Hendersonville Police Department is definitely top notch. And Spencer being a part of that, uh, you know, it's no surprise, you know, that he, he contributed to that and worked his way up to the, I guess, master patrolman is what, what it was, right? Yes, sir. He was a member of the SWAT team and the flex team. And uh, he had just actually been promoted to a master patrol officer, which no. is, as you know, it's a it's a training role. So you're yeah. now in charge of training other officers. Yeah. And his progression to that was just really the culmination of all the work and effort he had put into becoming the best police officer he could be. And I know one of the things that Chief Mickey Miller said to me about Spencer was that he was the epitome of what an officer should be because he spent his time really focusing in on fighting crime. And that's, yeah. it's, it's so funny because at roll call every day, you know, there's a little motto, you know, they, they always go around the room and they ask everybody, you know, what cases they're working on. Do you have any, any warrants that you're working on? That sort of thing. And yeah. he would always, because my son was a little bit shorter in, in stature, he would always have to kind of lean around the guys in front of him and he would say, I'm just here to fight crime, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so that's actually on the on, on a lot of the uh, sweatshirts and things that we've uh, made for him. It's his little motto. I'm just here to fight crime. That's that's awesome. Now, you are also with the police department as a reserve officer. Yes, sir. I signed up to be a reserve officer to support our um, Hendersonville team and, and just really to watch their back. I mean, you know, as, as a reserve officer, our role is to be support to them. Yeah. And that's what I'm here to do is try and do everything I can to be as much support to our police officers here as, as possible. So what's your motto in roll call? <laughs> <laughs> Let's I'm, go. Just, I'm just here to support, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> That's awesome. But, you know, it's a lot of work, you know, when you start putting the, uh, something like this, this together. Now you have, if you want to say, a national organization that, that kind of gives you the tools and, and training on how to get these things going. Yes, sir. And how has been the support for this, this run you're going to be doing? We, we have had amazing support. We have the uh, Dodson family that owns Hyundai, uh, Hallmark Hyundai here. They have been one of our biggest supporters. We also have Hunt Brothers Pizza. They signed on as one of our first sponsors as well. We've got OMS of Nashville, my wife's former employer, Dr. Birchfield and his team there, and just, just some great people. Now, Hunt Brothers is going to be giving out pizza all day long at the run as well. So <laughs> for those uh, fans that are going to be out watching and just some great support, I mean, wonderful business partners. So how many uh, contestants, how many runners do you think you might might have and it's a little early but our goal is is to try to get to at least a thousand participants uh, runners and walkers um you know we're a little over 200 right now so we're looking for a whole lot more mm -hmm. um we'll take as many as we can get if we can get 2000 we'd love it yeah. um you know we've got plenty of room in the park to park uh your cars and vehicles and uh, we're running it on the cross-country course in hendersonville okay. in saunders ferry park that's the same course my son used to run on when he ran cross-country in high wow. school yeah it, it's a great area out there for multiple 
you know, kind of events. I know we had Sumner Fest out there. We've had, you know, bass fishing tournaments and concerts. Absolutely. Wow. What a great venue for concerts. You got a great backdrop with the lake and everything else. But so when this event is is going down, are you going to have um, a limit on how many vendors? No. As many vendors as want to come in and sponsor this thing. Yeah, we'd love to have a, a lot more vendors and sponsors. I mean, we've got some some great ones that are coming in, and we'll we'll have a, uh, on signage and everything in the park. One of the things that we're doing also is we're doing a memorial service, a brief memorial service for the 13 fallen in Afghanistan. So we oh, wow. um, we want yeah. to honor those individuals as well. And one of them happened to be a corpsman. <laughs> Absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, with the people wanting to participate and and help out because it touches your heart. I mean, there's no question about it. It's it's something that people have a passion for. And when when you hear the stories about it, it just kind of makes you want to do something. How would they be able to sign up or to donate? Well, you can go to tunneltotowers.com. Okay. So tunnel, uh, the number two, two, towers, and then dot com. And you can do a search on there for the uh, Run and Walk series. And when you do that, you'll be able to find Hendersonville. So you can sign up for the Hendersonville Run and Walk. One of the things that I also have made a pledge to Tunnel to Towers to do is I want to raise awareness and raise new members, monthly contributors. Mm -hmm. For $11 a month, you can help pay off somebody's mortgage. So really, for the price of two trips to your favorite coffee house, you know, you give that up once a month and uh, or twice a month and you can actually help pay off somebody's mortgage. We'll have people there showing you how to sign up. Takes like three minutes to do it. It's so easy. My entire family's done it since this happened. Everybody at the police department in Hendersonville, just about every officer signed up to to be a monthly contributor for $11 a month. It's literally nothing. Yeah. I'm pretty passionate about this because it kind of touches home. But when I heard about the organization and and the Tunnels to Towers uh, event, now I'm not a runner, (laughs) never have been. But, you know, I think that there are so many people in Middle Tennessee that love doing these. Mm-hmm. So the, the turnouts are great. We have these 5Ks here at the streets of Indian Lake, you know, all the time they'll they'll be having them. And, you know, I mean, the city shuts down the streets and, you know, makes the, the paths for them and everything else. So if, if a 5K is something you really love doing, you know, this is where you need to get involved in. So, but Dan, hey, listen, let's take a break real quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the event that you, you have going on the Tunnels for Towers. We've been speaking with Dan Bristol right here on Sumner County Spotlight. We'll be right back. FNM Bank presents Sumner County spotlights since 1906 fnm bank has been serving middle tennessee with first class products and services visit them today at 221 indian lake boulevard in hendersonville or myfmbank.com all right we're back here on this sunday morning at sumter county spotlight and we've been speaking with dan bristol now dan is really passionate about this event that uh, he's got going on as tunnels towers and it's going to be a 5k that's going to go down on october the 9th at sanders ferry park right here in hendersville it's gonna be a great venue uh, out there for running for walking just in you know fellowship enjoying and things like that and we have such great support and chief bush he's he's been a great supporter of this Oh, yeah. Scotty Bush, our chief of uh, fire department here in Hendersonville, is uh, such an amazing business partner. He is going to have our fire truck out there with the uh, flag. We're going to have a bunch of firemen running. Uh, There'll be uh, multiple firemen probably running in full gear to reenact the uh, Stephen Siller run. 
you know, which is really the inspiration for this foundation. So anytime we have things like this and uh, hopefully we won't have a, <laughs> a lot of memorial things uh, to do. But, you know, the city as a whole, the police department, fire department, anything that comes to folks that have been on the job are, are such passionate people when it comes to this and willing to help out. They're going to, you know, be out there supporting. And when you see that that truck with the flag hanging, you just you have to stop and look. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's very patriotic. The the ceremonies that are involved in the run uh, at the beginning, we always in our opening ceremony, we always have some of the families that have been personally impacted speak. And yeah. uh, so... You know, uh, my family will be there. My daughter-in-law will have uh, another family here that has been impacted. And uh, they'll be speaking about, you know, how Tunstall Tower stepped in and supported their family in this this time of crisis. And uh, what what an amazing organization. I just yeah. can't say enough about Tunnels and Towers. Yeah, because no, I have not heard about it before until I started seeing things on social media pop up. And I, and I saw it's right here. I said, what a great cause. And of course, we want to, we really want to help. And especially here in the community, anything like that that happens that supports what we're doing here is is tremendous. And we, we're, we're always willing to help and, and get that thing publicized. So we want to get a lot of people out there. Is there a, is there a price just to come and watch if uh, people wanted to no, Just there's no a, charge to watch. Okay. Uh, we, we, you know, certainly are going to have lots of activities going on. You know, like I said, there'll be free food and, and drinks and, and things for people to enjoy. Um, you know, we hope to have some some activities for kids as well while we're out there. Okay. Um, it's, it's really going to be a day of uh, remembrance and a day of honoring our fallen uh, and all really all service members and all first responders. This is just a day for us to, to really honor and cherish them and the work that they do. Well, and it's, it is such a worthy cause, and I, I hope the media picks this up the television media and mm-hmm. tries to, to get some coverage of this because it's it's such a passionate cause and it's something that really drives it home to a lot of people, not just here in Sumner County, but any place. But So if, if, if they go to tunnelsfortowers.com, they're going to get more of the background information, find out what the organization about, uh, what they have to do. So if they wanted to, to get in the race, is there a, a, a fee for the, the racers? Yeah, it's uh, the, the entry fee is, I believe it's $35 okay. when you go to sign up uh, to tunnel2towers.com. It, there's varying amounts. If you're military, you get, there's a military discount. Okay. I think theirs is about $5 cheaper. And mm-hmm. then if you sign up as a, um, as a, a volunteer for us, you the, the fees waived, so yeah. you won't have to pay. You can still enter in and be a runner and walker. And uh, you know, we, we need all the volunteers we can get yeah. right now. I think we're up to about maybe twenty five. Uh, where our goal is to have about a hundred volunteers, and we want to have at least a thousand participants. Yeah. My goal is to raise fifty thousand dollars for Tunnel to Towers, and we're about halfway there with mm-hmm. the sponsors that we've gotten so far. But we're really looking to gain some more sponsors, and we really want to get as many people out that are going to run or walk with us and enjoy this, and just kind of celebrate, you know, the heroes that we want to honor. So, if somebody wanted to volunteer, is there like a local phone number, or should they just go to the website? They go to the website, okay. same place you go to sign up. Uh, you sign you can sign up there as a sponsor. All the options are right okay. there on the page. Well, it's hey, it's easy enough <laughs> for real. And let's hope that this weather stays very nice. I mean, it's it's nice today, uh, but you know how it changes here in Middle Tennessee. There's no question about it. So, mm-hmm. how much of the, of the donated items actually goes to the causes that you you mentioned? Well, ninety four cents on every dollar that's yep. donated goes directly to paying off mortgages and building homes for severely wounded veterans. Um, 
you know, it's it's just such a worthy cause, and and it's one of those uh, organizations that you know and you can trust that your money goes directly to what you intend it to go to. Yeah. It's not uh, it's not wasted. You know, it's it's a. I've checked all that out before I got involved. Not, pay, sure. not paying huge salaries to people. No, and no. Buying cars for them. And no, sir. <laughs> it's it's a very uh, honorable organization, and they they put every sent that they possibly can into taking care of veterans and taking yeah. care of our fallen first responders families. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's how it should be, but you know, there's a lot of organizations that, you know, have, and I guess maybe even before nine 11 that were you know, doing things, but not to the magnitude I think now, because I think it touched so many people's hearts and really was so shocking that it's like, wow, you know, this, this is going on. We've, we've got to help. And, you know, there's tons of organizations that, that help and, it just shows, I think, how passionate people are, and and more so, right? Like I said before, here in Middle Tennessee, because when something happens, we all get together. That's why we're volunteers, and we come in and help people. So it's just a tremendous uh, idea, and a, I'm I'm so glad you're involved in that. Well, thank you. And I, I tell you, what's really amazing to me is that a, a great many of the contributors that you know pay money in and, and donate money to Tunnel Towers are actually law enforcement and first responder themselves, and these are people who don't have big salaries. These mm-hmm. are people that are probably on the lowest pay scale out there. Uh, we just don't pay our, our first responders very well. But these guys, these men and women, not only are they out there saving lives, but they're giving every single day. They give money out of their own pockets to pay for things like this. And they're some of our biggest supporters yeah. um, for these events. And uh, we want to do something to really honor them and, and to really pay it forward. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we want to bring this run. This is an annual run. It's not just going to be one okay. time. We're going to do it every year. And it's always going to be on my son's birthday. That's just another way for us to honor him and sure. remember him in a, in a very positive way. Yeah, no, that's that's tremendous. And you know, with his uh, with his family and and you all getting together like that, I mean, it, it just helps the memory, you know, keep continuing. And it's because it's in your heart. Yes, sir. And it's it's wonderful that you're doing that. So I just was thinking while you're talking, you got to tell us a, a Spencer story. What what pops in your head? Funny one, something crazy that he did <laughs> that most people wouldn't. No. Oh gosh, there's so many. It's, it's hard to remember from. Well, I, I, I will tell you, he, the one thing about Spencer was that you, if you weren't picked on by him, you weren't in his oh. inner circle. You know, he he was. I mean, he was very quick witted. Yeah. He was always uh, cutting up with people. He never met a stranger. I mean, we were on vacation uh, once in Aruba, and we're at the airport. And I hear Spencer, Spencer across the airport and, and people are running up to him and, and you know, we, they see him everywhere we go. You know, hey, he's got friends everywhere. Yeah. But he used to uh, tease his sister so bad. I mean, he'd lock her out of the house. He'd, you know, he'd change the, if we had chores list, he'd change all the chores to be on her side of the list. And, and I mean, just whatever he could do. But, um, you know, he really cared about people and uh, just just a, a, a big cut up. You know, he yeah. always teasing people and having fun. And Yeah. Now, did he, did he attend school here? Yeah, he went to Station Camp High School. Okay. He went to Ellis Middle School, Station Camp High School, yeah. um, ran on the cross country, played football. You know, he, he just was an all-around athlete. Everything he did, he was successful at. He, he uh, did took karate for about nine years, won a national title in Wataru Karate, um, was a second-degree black belt there. Uh, he started taking jujitsu over at Ricky's gym here in Hendersonville mm-hmm. and, and just loved that. Um, just excelled at everything he did, you yeah. know, and, uh, but, but one of those kind of people that would give you the shirt off his back. Well, Hey, law enforcement, you know, having that, you know, the martial arts training can really come in handy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. My brother is like a grandmaster has been in like 
five Hall of Fames, Karate Hall wow. of Fames and everything. And he's over in East Tennessee and he works with the Monroe County Sheriff's Office and he, he does their defensive tactic training because, I mean, he can hurt you. <laughs> and just by grabbing your wrist, I mean, they just know how to do that. Oh, yeah. And you get the right moves. I mean, it's 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 going to hurt. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I, you know, I think a lot of people, when when they first heard uh, of this event, that that happened a tragic event it made them think well there's a lot of folks that knew spencers and you know lived here and grew up here so i I imagine the folks that you heard from you know had to be so wrenching to you yeah i mean what's really touching probably more so than even all of the friends and the people that he knew were the people that that we didn't know that spencer had interacted with you know from the the lady that served him coffee at mcdonald's to the people he had arrested i in fact um uh, officer frudenthal just told me the other day that there was a person that spencer had arrested on drug charges mm-hmm. and traditionally when you've you've got arrests and, and court cases coming up and and the officer is no longer available to prosecute those cases a lot of times those yeah. cases will get dropped or yeah. dismissed Well, this particular individual came in and said, I'm going to plead guilty because he changed my life, the way he treated me, the way that he spoke to me when I was in the back of that patrol car. I'd never had an officer talk to Mm -hmm. me that way. And uh, he said, I want to do better. So he pleaded guilty. That's that's an awesome story right there. I mean, that really drives home, I think, uh, and the the bulk of police officers... uh, that's where they're at. You know, I mean, they're, they're not here to do what people say that they do. Now, there's always bad apples in any bunch. I don't care what organization, but yeah. for the most part, you know, law enforcement, we get into law enforcement to help and to serve the community and help keep it safe. And there's going to be those individuals that are going to cross that line. And that's when situations come down and you're going to deal with it, you know, appropriately. Well, I can tell you from my own experience, I've been a reserve officer now going on for almost a year uh, working with Hendersonville. And I have never met a greater group of people than those mm-hmm. men and women that serve. Absolutely. Uh, they are some of the most genuine, caring people. They they do things every single day. They give out of their own pockets to help people. Um, and, and like I said, they don't make a lot of money. But these guys, they really care about their community. Yeah. They get out there every single day and they do things to support our, our men and women in this community. You know, we always uh, give kudos to them and to our Hendersonville Police Department and our, our fire department because they uh, are just, I mean, stellar and first class. No no question about it. So, Dan, listen, thank you so much for coming in and sharing all of this and letting us know about this event. The Tunnels to Towers event's going to go on October the 9th down at Sanders Ferry Park. So, again, let's let everybody know where they would go to sign up and to donate, to volunteer, to get more information. Again, if you'd go to tunnel, the number two, and then towers.com, uh, you'll pull up the main webpage and then you just search for uh, the run and walk series, um, run and climb series, and Hendersonville will be in there. There's, okay. a, there's a plethora of these runs all across mm-hmm. the United States. We have multiple ones here in Tennessee, but ours uh, is, like you said, October the 9th at 8 a.m. We'll be kicking off the opening ceremony for that. We'll have bagpipes playing. There's oh, going to be yeah. there's going to be firemen out in full gear. You'll see some policemen probably running in their police vests and, and things like that. But it's going to be a, a really beautiful day to remember and honor um, and a day of patriotism to honor our, our fallen. And I bet if they knew Mickey Miller was going to sing the national anthem, they would uh, not come. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you mentioned that, we, I, I just I want to I want to plug uh, Ainsley Costello, who is the, Ainsley. Yes, yes. This this talented young lady and her band yeah. are going to be performing the uh, national anthem as well as some of their own music. Some Great. of the you know uh, the music that they play and that they've created. 
Um, we're really excited to have her out there. She's such a talented young yeah, lady, she is. and uh, we're excited to have her kind of help open this up. Yeah, she's definitely a firecracker, that's for sure. <laughs> so listen, Dan, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment of Sumner County Spotlight, and we'll be right back with more. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. All right, welcome back to this Sunday morning to Sumter County Spotlight. I'm Jeff Shannon, and we are going to continue. I guess our trek today is helping first responders and helping those who help us. And so we had to bring a good friend of the show back to talk about this, and it's none other than Johnny Garrett. (laughs) Johnny, thanks so much for coming in, and we're going to be talking some great stuff today. Well, Jeff, thank you very much for uh, for inviting me to come in, and 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 I love the topic. I love being able to talk about how we can well support, make known our, our first responders because I think a lot of times we take for granted what what they do for us, for our communities, for our state, for our country. And so uh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you again for allowing me to talk a little bit about it. Well, you know, it's it's crazy because I just found out about this organization that you were involved in this, and it was like, why did I not know? So <laughs> yeah, well, we 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 have to get the word out. That, man. That's right. <laughs> And we got to do a better job, obviously, especially Jeff. If you didn't know, but it's, it's the Hundred Club of Sumner County. Yes. And I don't know if you know with Spencer Bristol. We just we just saw uh, Dan Bristol here. I, yeah. I think he's going to be on the program yep. uh, as well. And uh, you know, his son Spencer was killed a couple of years ago in the line of duty. And even though if you say the word first responder, you may not think of a police officer, but I mean that's generally speaking your EMTs, your ambulance drivers, your police officers, your firefighters. Everyone that is, you know, when we say first responder, what does that mean? Well, they respond first. Yeah. You know, if you've got a problem, if you broke your toe in your house, or <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to probably call nine one one to figure out what you're going to do to get your to get care for that. They respond first, and so this this club is uh, is just that. It's a club that costs a hundred dollars a year. You pay, and you get a little decal that yeah. goes on the back of your card. <laughs> but what that hundred dollars does is that we basically bank that money and in and, and hope of providing immediate needs to a first responder that lives in Sumner County or works for a Sumner County division of you know Sumner mm-hmm. County Sheriff that may mm-hmm. not exactly live here. Uh, but that that, that that gets killed in the line of duty, and we have those immediate funds available to the surviving family for any needs that they have, sort of on an immediate basis, because mm-hmm. we don't know the particulars right. of of that particular family and what their expenses look like. So the money that we raise goes to that and uh, to that effort, and so we hope that obviously we never have to use those funds but Mm -hmm. as we are aware a couple of years ago when uh master patrol officer spencer bristol was killed uh we we were sort of the conduit for the community for folks to provide some sort of assistance and most of the time that was financial assistance they just wanted to do something for lauren for dan and and for for spencer's family Mm -hmm. and we hope that more and more people learn of the 100 club of sumner county but then in turn we hope we never have to use it right now do you have so a website we do the the website is 100 club sumner.org and that's where you can go and you can sign up and again the the hundred dollar level is just it's, a, it's an annual commitment and that's for individuals we also have corporate sponsors you get a yeah. little bit bigger of a decal <laughs> that you can put in your office you know hang on your window or, 
or yeah. attached to your window when people walk in, and that's a two hundred and fifty dollar annual commitment for that. You'll and take you what, you'll one. take whatever amount we'll they, they want to give. That's right. In fact, <laughs> you know, locally here, the the Hendersonville Rotary evening rotary group has just exploded with their support they recently had an event i believe it was a wine tasting type event and they just we just received one of our largest donations of thirty thousand dollars wow from that organization and that's just incredible i mean it just goes to show you how much of our community loves and wants to be a part of the lives of of our first responders in the event not not just in the event of a tragedy right Mm -hmm. but but wants to make sure we know that they are supported and most recently i i was at an event called champions of valor uh recognizing a few of our first responders and her her name is failing me but but she was there it was at 7 30 in the morning and this she was on shift all night or 24 hours 48 hours 48. shift, Jeff. Oh, that's you, right. Could you imagine having, I mean, she's a first responder, yeah. so she's, I mean, waiting for whomever might have an accident or, or whatever the case may be for 48 hours. And I think she's off for 24 and she goes back and does yeah. it again. And uh, I mean, that's just an amazing commitment yes. to to making sure to protect our community and, and respond in whatever crises that she's responding to on mm-hmm. behalf of our community. And so these folks need our support. So if you can hear my voice <laughs> and you've never heard of that visit a hundred the, the number hundred hundred club sumner.org mm-hmm. and to help us be prepared in the hopefully unlikely event that we have another person that is killed in the line of duty yeah. that's our first responder because what we're also trying to do is we really copied the 100 club of nashville we can't take credit for coming up with this idea mm-hmm. right but they've been around for probably since the mid 70s uh read trickett if, if you're a, i don't want to say an old person so to speak but if you remember trickett osmobile in madison it's now what's well, not the honda dealership i'm not really sure what it is now but read trickett founded this particular organization in nashville the 100 club of nashville and they've got over a million five million six dollars uh, in kind of in the bank that, that earns uh, interest mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they actually have a program that we hope to again mimic where if someone is injured in the line of duty okay. and, and go above and beyond some of the disability benefits that they may get, because sometimes that doesn't meet their needs. I mean, that that's a percentage of what sure. they make. It's not yeah. the entire. So we're, we've got goals that we want to meet where we can respond to any crisis that a first responder is actually going through right. as they you know respond to our crises so. so the the funds raised here for the 100 club of sumner county stays in sumner county it doesn't go to a the i don't know national group kind of situation it's right here that's exactly right in yeah. fact we the board members that that we created this 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 board or the or the 100 club of sumner county four or five years ago we pay personally all the expenses of the organization of course there was some startup expenses at the beginning we paid for all of that we Mm -hmm. are a 501c3 organization Mm -hmm. that's designated by the irs so any contributions to the organization are tax deductible and so we we don't have any expenses so every dime that's raised goes towards this effort Mm -hmm. Um, and it does it stays here for a family that has a first responder that works for the Sumner County Division of, of, of the any police department, sure. any, any the sheriff's office. Then it also if someone lives here. So someone may live here that could be working in Metro, and that's something that we would cover as well yeah. because yeah. of their relationship to Sumner County. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we just we try to keep those funds as local as possible and so far that's what's that's what's happening but we will raise money from anywhere <laughs> not just 
from yeah. Sumner Hello. County. That's right. That's right. Well, and, and hopefully we can raise this money and never use it. That's right. Or never have to use that's, it. I mean, and, that's, and that is the ultimate, well, that's the ultimate goal. The yeah. ultimate goal would be uh, Tunnel of Towers is an, is an incredible organization, and I believe they're having a race here, I believe October the 9th, yeah. to support their effort. And they actually were able to come in when, when Officer uh, Spencer was killed and, and pay off the family's mortgage. And, you know, that's also one of our goals. But in that sense, we got enough money to do that, right? And being a newer yeah. organization, yeah. we didn't quite have the funds to, to pull off something of that nature but tunnel of towers came in and they were able to do that and then we were also able to in in uh spencer bristol's family's situation i believe it was that night uh when he passed away which was at night i believe yes it was we were able to provide a ten thousand dollar check to his wife the next day because like i said when when something like this happens we don't need to know the particulars of who pays the bills who knows yeah the mortgage payment i mean there's usually one person of the family that does that what if that was Officer Bristol and Lauren would have no idea. Well, gosh, can I pay the mortgage next month? Well, yeah. that money she can immediately deposit and not have to worry about that with all of the things that were going on around. Yeah, they're stressed her. out enough. They shouldn't have to worry about that. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that to me was awesome that our community supported us in the beginning mm-hmm. so we could provide that service to to her immediately you know and and we're continuing to help her as much as we possibly can when those needs arise yeah now it's it's always good to to know that middle tennessee steps up and i talked with with dan earlier about how that happens here anytime these events come up with the the event with spencer with waverly with the tornadoes last uh, you know year or so it's incredible how this community and sumner county in particular is amazing how they are able to come and help people it 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 really is jeff and and it's you know it's it's gonna sound cliche i guess but it's kind of the american way right it's kind of the tennessee way we are the volunteer state you 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 see someone that's in need and i think the natural position people take or at least for the most part is how can we help what can we do i mean i've got a very dear friend of mine speaking of waverly that that her parents she's from there her parents still live there her grandmother still lives there. They lost both their homes in Waverly. They were ones that were lucky to get the only hotel, one of the rooms and the mm-hmm. only hotels that weren't that was untouched by the floods to have a place to live in the interim. I mean, it's devastating for about four to 500 families uh, that's been affected in, in, in Waverly, but people across this state, probably across the nation have responded to yeah. that. And, there's, and that's an amazing fact. That's an amazing thing of, of what, defines a community that we all have common purpose yeah. right regardless of the politics you know i regardless of where you come from if you're you know on the right or on the left or in the middle or don't associate with either one when you see someone in need people that's step it. up that's and that's it. an amazing thing that this country that this state that this county and our cities can be so proud of uh, when when something like that happens it's so impressive when when something like this happens how fast people respond it's not like eh, i'll get around to it but i mean a lot of people they're right on top of it and with organizations like yours i think it's it, it really helps the, those folks that are affected by it you know they lost somebody or let's say uh, a firefighter was hurt you know in the line of duty i mean you know you got insurance but a lot of times it doesn't really cover that but to, to know that they have organizations that can step up and help them in these things because you don't plan on that stuff 
It, no, especially when it happens. Uh, that, that's so right. Quickly. You don't. You don't. And, and oftentimes, I mean, the, the 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 police department, the fire department, you know, they they have agencies that they can direct people for their emotional help, for their mental help, for for those type of of things that happen uh, when you just are so shocked. You you got to have somebody to talk to, yeah. right? But then the reality hits. It's, it's similar to when you know when someone has a an unexpected death. You have all this support, you know, around the death week or two, the funeral. It's the three months down the road when kind of everybody's lives return to normal and that person's life never does, yeah. right? And so we, you, you hope that there's still that sense of community that still embraces them uh, and making sure that even though they will never return the way it was, whatever their new normal is, kind of like the COVID thing, whatever mm-hmm. our new, no, new normal is going to be, yeah. It is definitely different for Officer Bristol's family now that, that Spencer is gone. Mm-hmm. There is no normal for them, probably even two or three years later since his since his death. And so it is important that we have a sense of community. So when people, when you have a nonprofit like the Hunter Club of Sumner County or Tunnel of Towers, it's important that people can somehow connect to that. And we haven't had a death on a first responder I believe since about 2009 here in Sumner County. So I mean, it's been 12 years ago or so. And so not that, that people forget, but as time passes, you do get disconnected to the That's reality correct. that these first responders, you know, it's it's cliche, so to speak, but they run to the danger, right? Yeah. If, if I see a fire in this building, I'm probably running. Well, they do the exact opposite. That's true. And, and even though we all know that, sometimes we don't realize the risk that that entails. Uh, my, my, my former law partner, um, it, it, her mother was a first responder for 35 years and Christmas time she would work and she wouldn't know each day if her mom is coming home for That's, 30 years. She yeah. was like that. She got seven or eight brothers and sisters. And so that just kind of hit home with me that, that someone that's actually related to a first responder, you don't know how that affects them when they go put on that vest, a bulletproof vest and they get in that patrol car you and don't they know. leave. Are they coming home that night? Mm-hmm. I mean, I practice law for a living. The chances of me going to my law office and not coming home, I mean, I'm not yeah. in, in any dangerous way, so to speak. I mean, that yeah. that's not something that my family ever would contemplate uh, that that I put myself in, in, in that situation as a police officer would of I may not be coming home. So, so organizations like these, like the 100 Club, like Tunnel of Towers, I think people can connect to because they, they realize that that's an important piece of how they can connect. Well, and the, the fact that you guys have this organization and saw the need for it is very commendable. And we're going to talk more about the 100 Club when we come back with more right here at Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Okay, we're back with more of Sumner County Spotlight, heard each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock right here at WHIN. And, of course, it's going to be on our podcast page uh, dropping on Monday morning at whinradio.com. Just go to Sumner County Spotlight under the podcast tab, and you'll see it right here at the top. So we have been talking with Representative Johnny Garrett. Now, he has been involved in an organization called the 100 Club. Johnny, we you know we were talking about this organization, and you know, come to find out this is an all-volunteer organization. There's no huge salaries going out yeah well that's right and thank you for pointing that out and uh, and in fact it's all sumner Countyans that are involved uh, brian silkwood 
was sort of our founder, our main founder. He came mm-hmm. up with this idea, met with Reed Trickett, and kind of said, hey, I need to find a few other folks that might get behind this. Uh, me and uh, Frank Frills, who's with Volunteer State Bank, and, yeah. and Jimmy McMurray is a local CPA here with McMurray & Associates in Hendersonville. Gavin Richardson, who uh, is, is a local guy here too. And then we've got some advisory board members, Dr. Scott Jordan, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Sonny Weatherford is on our advisory board. Okay. And of course, Dr. David Black, uh, as well, is is one of our contributors at the very beginning that got us off off the ground. So, so we're all Sumner County folks here that do this. We we don't have an executive director. We don't have a fundraising person that we pay mm-hmm. in order to raise funds. Everything we do is on a one hundred percent volunteer basis. So we keep really the expenses at zero. Uh, because the decals, the the reports that we have to file, all the operate, we pay that personally. So there's there's not, we don't have someone. If we have, well, we don't have to pay taxes, but we do have to pay our tax return. That's part of what we yeah. have, you know, part of the expenses that yeah. we save. So we just keep everything we raise back to the organization. And so. you know, I think people always ask when they're donating or be, participating in it, they want to know, is the money staying here? Because we you know we heard the horror stories about some of these organizations, but that is what's so impressive about what we're doing here. That's and, right. That's yeah. right. It's like, I, you know, we have to have for our purpose, our, our rules, so to speak, is that it's got to be someone that has a connection to Sumner County that the funds would benefit, whether it's an officer here or someone that lives here that may be an officer or a first responder mm-hmm. for a surrounding county. And so the the, the money certainly is for local families yeah. that, that are affected by a death uh, in the, and it has to be in the line of duty. I mean, it's got to be they're they're acting as their you know as their first responders in that in that line of duty. And of course, most of them go beyond uh, the call of duty of just their service period. Yeah. So, uh, you know, th- this a lot of people ask me why why'd you get involved in this? I mean, one you know when when Brian kind of came up with this concept, it was an it was an easy sale uh, to say we need to support our first responders. But, but there's, as we, we started this and we didn't have an incident to, we would hopefully never have one, but, mm-hmm. but one thing that's going to keep me involved in this as long as I possibly can is on December 31st, when master patrol officer Spencer was killed, I was actually heading to my kid's school to pick them up. And I had to go on the interstate right there at Long Hollow Pike and, and 65 North. And before I, when I was going up the, the ramp there, I hit, I hit dead stop traffic. Stand still. This was about, I don't remember the exact time, but it was at night. I remember it being yeah. at night. And um, and I remember being very frustrated. Cause, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, the next exit was the Rivergate exit, and I couldn't even get to, to it, that to get off the exit. Mm-hmm. We were in, and all the shoulders were, people were doing that, got mm-hmm. blocked. Yep. So I got upset. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why am I, you know, what's going on? What's up here? What are they, are they yeah. construction? Well, in about 10 minutes of sitting there, my phone rings. And um, it was Mayor Jamie Clary of Hendersonville. And he obviously had gotten the word and he told me that, you know, Johnny, unfortunately, it looks like we're going to have to, for the first time, use the assistance of the 100 Club. He's a huge supporter of the club. Awesome. And I was just like, oh, man, what happened? You know, he told me a little bit about what happened. Didn't tell me any of the details about the location. But as soon as he got done, I realized I was in the middle of this traffic. And I was in. I was behind the accident. I could see the lights flashing mm-hmm. of our first responders, mm-hmm. but I couldn't see where they were. I just saw them bouncing off the trees or whatnot. And that's when I realized that I was sitting in the traffic. Here I was mad that I was inconvenienced for fifteen or twenty minutes, 
and then what the implications were for the sure. Bristol family of what they were doing to investigate the fact that he was just hit on 65 North, which I was in the traffic. And here I felt, well, terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I so cannot <laughs> believe I would even have that attitude of being inconvenienced, of not knowing what happened. But after I did the guilt that I felt, I was just like, this is just, this is just guilt. You know, yeah. it, was just, it was just an awful feeling. So with that, my dedication to this, to this, to the Hunter Club of Sumner County is just not, is going to be unwavering because yeah. Not only do we need to support our first responders, but we just need to realize what these folks go through. And it's not just them. It, it touches so many of their families, brothers, sisters, sons, and daughters. Uh, Dan Bristol, who was just here, I mean, is still an, a, a huge supporter yeah. of, of the first responders. I don't believe not only because his son was impacted and killed, but, but just because he realizes what they do every day. Sure. And the more and more we can make that known to folks, I think the more and more they can connect. Yeah, so exactly. if, if you know anyone that's out there that plans an event, we have been the recipient of, I believe, uh, well, the Hendersonville Rotary Club. I think we've been a recipient potentially of the Mr. Sumner County pageant that, that they pick their, their particular charity that they want to support. That's a great way that mm-hmm. we can help. So if you are connected to any type of, of nonprofit that raises funds for other nonprofits, we would love to have a conversation with you. To, to see how we can pitch, so to speak, the idea of your support for the Hunter Club of Sumner County, because even though we hope there's never a need, there, there's probably going to be one over yeah. the next several years. Yeah. And, and since we've had this recent one, you know, now it's our duty, it's our call to raise those funds as much as we can. So we are prepared uh, for that family. So let me ask you this, as a nonprofit, I mean, you obviously survive by donations. Do you have any like fundraising ideas that you're going to doing? Uh, going to be doing in the future? We're we're a little bit un- unusual um, in the sense that we've wrestled with: Do we have an event? Do we hold a dinner? Do we do we do what a lot of nonprofits are, are doing, doing right now? You know, and we've tried to be a little bit a little bit different and, and approach others like 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 I was saying, like the Junior League of of Hendersonville. Uh, they they do the Mr. Sumner County pageant. Actually, I was a contestant a few years back, <laughs> and they just recently yeah. did one. Uh, I think this past yeah, Saturday, right. and uh, and the Salvis Center in in Gallatin was the recipient, and they raised over fifty two thousand dollars. Wow! Uh, in that event, and so um, it's it's unique ways that that we try to have a niche where one we're not trying to hit people up or have another event to go to. COVID has kind of past 18 months events haven't haven't happened so we're working on that mm-hmm. we're working on a way that we can have some sort of community event that people can come and see you know what we do but but we're also mindful that we're raising funds for someone that is well killed in the line yeah. of duty and that's sometimes i don't want to say bittersweet i can't think of the word but but we're mindful of what we're trying to do because an event can take on a different tone. And so we're, we're still coming up with creative ways to reach yeah. our, our donors. Sure. And so, well, when you do something different, it kind of makes them turn their head and go, well, I haven't heard of that before. That's right. But it's just coming up with that idea. Yeah, that's right. It, <laughs> something it's, it's, it's difficult, something different than what sort of everybody else is doing a dinner or a lunch. I mean, uh, though, though, and, and there's cost to those. We try not to have well as much cost as we as we can. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of personal outreach yeah. from our from our board members and and let the police officers know they they do a lot of things that they have events that helps fundraise for us. We sponsor a lot of things through our board because as you know you you didn't hear from it until you heard me speak a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. we try to mention it at just about anything that we do in a kind of the public sense just to make people aware 
that it exists. Yes. Uh, and because we've got to have those those fundraising dollars to to have a purpose. Sure. And so we're continually finding ways to do that. Well, and and hopefully, and like I said before, hopefully we don't have to use these. But it, it's good to know that that it's there because I mean you have to put yourself in the in the place of the family or families that are affected by you know their spouse or that was injured or or killed to have this available to them has to be such a, a weight lifted off their shoulder. You know because they don't know where to go. I mean, what, what do I do now? You know, you don't plan for it. That's absolutely right. And one, one person I, I failed to mention was Hendersonville Police Officer Greg Frutenthal. You know, during that time that Spencer had passed away and the, and the city was honoring him, Greg was the liaison with the family, yeah. you know, for that person to turn to. And he's also on our board. And so it's important that, like you said, when they don't know, of course, I didn't know this either, but, but, but Greg was sort of assigned to his family. You know, and I think that's a lifetime type deal for Greg. Anytime yeah. that Lauren Spencer's wife needs anything, that's her sort of her her contact. And then we have a relationship as the Hundred Club of Sumner County with that person, so he knows what's out there for her to tap into if she needs it, because yes. she's not going to have the family's not going to know. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's it's important that we also not only fundraise, but that we also have key relationships in the community. So when something like that happens. We're at the top of the list right. for a source, yeah. you know, for something. Yeah, so. and and, it, and again, it's just I can think one of the hardest things is getting the word out. I mean, we love this. When I heard this, I said, "You have to come in. <laughs> we have to talk about this because I think everybody needs to know this is available and that that there are people that are willing to help. You have the resources to help them through this crazy time, and I, I, I just could not imagine you know going through something like that. But uh, to know that you all are are helping there, you got a great board of directors. I mean, very impressive on there. You know, Brian is just a go getter. I mean, gosh, he started the rugby almost from ground up I mean, sure and he's did. doing such a great job and, and Vanessa and they, they all work together I mean it's just tremendous people that you have on the board so uh, you know great successes I think are going to be coming for you just got to spread the word folks everybody that you know out there mention the 100 club now tell them how they can find out more about the club well they can go to our website again it's 100clubsumner.org 100clubsumner.org is the best way to reach us and reach what what we do and jeff i can't thank you enough and whin for having me on so we can you know spread the word as much as we can so people can be involved because yeah. it's an easy i mean a hundred dollars it's not saying that's not a lot of money but it's also mm -hmm. not a ridiculous amount that that's prohibitive i think everybody could spare that on an annual basis to go towards a great cause so go to 100clubsumner.org check us out i'm all over the place so you're you know you're welcome <laughs> to give me a call as well um, but I, I love talking about this and this organization and what we do. So I really appreciate you well, giving me the yes, time today, Jeff, and, and, and talking about the 100 Club of Sumner County. So you, you guys would send speakers out if somebody wanted you to speak at an organization, a breakfast or an event to, to talk about it. Oh, yeah. We do that frequently when, when, when we're asked, just like when you did. You're like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. You tell me when and I'll show up, right? Yeah. And uh, and we have a great, great board, great advocates. Even, even some of our police officers would be able to come and kind of tell them what their experience has been with us so yes we're more than happy to do that to spread the word as much as we possibly can well, so. it's, it's out there man and I'm, I'm just you know so impressed with you with everything that you do you know and now taking this on in addition to everything else you do <laughs> and all your free time that's right that's right that's right <laughs> so you know you know hats off to you and uh, and all of your your organizations so we appreciate you taking the time to come in here we're going to hear more about the 100 club that's for sure so thanks johnny you're very welcome thank you
Absolutely. So that's going to wrap it up for another edition of Sumner County Spotlight right here at WHIN each Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. And of course, on our podcast page at WHINradio.com. So you have a great week and we'll check you next time. This is Jeff Shannon saying so long. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, FNM Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 AM. Thanks for listening.